Hey, if you need a dose of inspiration from true stories of women across Africa and the world, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the table. I am your host, Sarah Oseki, and this is the She Table Talk podcast. On every episode, we have deep conversations with our guests from all across the globe, debunking myths and changing the society's narrative. Welcome to today's episode with my guest, Faith Abandi. She is a contemporary visual artist who specializes in painting and creating art from fabric, a graduate from the University of Port here in Nigeria, where she studied fine art and design. On today's episode, she shares with us her work series, sourcing fabric for her work and the journey so far. So don't go nowhere, guys. Stick with me. And let's go meet our guest for today. Hello, Faith. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you so much for choosing to share your story and your journey with us so far. Without wasting time, let's go right to our first question. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your childhood, background, growing up, and all that. Okay. My name is um, Faith Abandi Koenumo. I was born to a family of in Delta State. So, uh, actually, I was born in, in, I'm from Delta State, but I was born in Kadna, Zaria, to be precise. Okay. So, growing up, it, it, was, it was as normal as everybody's uh, child, you know, had friends, um, with my siblings a lot and all that. Mm. My dad and my mom and all everybody. So that was how it is. So there wasn't really much for it was just uh, for so Okay. So why art? Why did you decide to become an artist? Uh connecting my, my, my childhood and my art career. It's, 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 I can easily relate both of them based on I was doing it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I was doing it, not doing it professionally, but just for fun. Yeah. I was just, um, I would like to say, you know, when they give you um, an assignment or a classwork, homework mm-hmm. in your family school, I say, go and draw a banana. That, that, was, that was how it started for me. Okay. I was just, when I draw my own banana, it doesn't look like everybody else's mm. banana. So my own was always looking more artistic. Yeah. So that was why that was why I was like, maybe this is it. Mm. So it started from a very, very, very early age. Like from kids were drawing cartoons and all that. So that was how it started then. Until I went to school and I studied it and all that. Okay, I see. So you kind of knew that this is not just something I. You kind of knew that this. I think this is my calling. You were able to connect the dot right on time, knowing that yes, your drawing I was, was quite to unique. The dots. Mm. I lost the dot, then I got back the dot. This is how it is. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was it. So there was a time where it got. I wasn't. I wasn't looking at it anymore. It was, it was no longer relevant. Mm. And it was my teenage. Or those. I would like to teach. Those level where you need to select your university. Mm. Everybody was trying to take life very seriously if I would put that word. Okay. And going for more serious courses, science, technology related and all that. So it was looking as if I don't know what I was doing mm. for my So 
that was how the whole story was. You know, professional choosing to study and taking it up as a profession. That was that was where it all started. Okay. So, okay. So tell us about Dix Your Art series. Tell us about how you come up with it and the names. You have the icons, you have the legend, you have the Ejima series, you have the Agbobo series. Tell us about how you come up with these names. Okay. So the, the series of things is not normally when you are when you are not you and you are a painter, you need to dabble into one or two series mm. to show uh, life seriousness in your work or consistency or maybe something like that. So the I so talking about the math series in particular, I came up with that um, series two thousand and eighteen. Mm. Yes, that was one of my first um, major attempts into fabric collage painting. Mm. So I, I tried to liken the beauty of the of a girl to a bird. That was just how the whole series came to me or like I wanted to present it. Mm. Whether whether realistic or so realistic or whatever, maybe abstract looking kind of lady but just the major message was comparing the beauty of the girl to the bird and that was how I just followed that particular series. Mm. So like recently now I don't I'm just working on separate works. Okay. I'm trying to put titles on separate I, I haven't really gotten a particular series yet. Like there's any way I get it from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, let me say the place that they get series from hasn't got hasn't gotten to me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just mostly separate works and just putting out um, different titles, you know, trying to make the art more Unique, presentable, yeah, more unique, yeah, and something you can read about, not just look at it, something that will have many mm. and all that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, how about the Agbogbo series? How did you come up with that name? Okay, Ab- Abogbo means just fine girl, it's mostly common in um, people um, and other parts of you know, the river space, and yeah, just common in the people tribe. It just means fine girl for for short, just simple and short. So just you see, um, those series I mostly try to portray girls with all this um, beautiful beautiful hair tie. Mm, so yeah, yeah. So the more eccentric the hair tie, the more the you see the girl with sometimes a little face but very huge looking hair ties and all that. Mm. So that was how I wanted to just portray that. Then that was also a twenty eighteen series. So that was how I, I had it in mind. Okay, just to be sure with the name, is Agbogbo or Agbogo? Agbogo. Agbogo. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So, which one do you identify with the most? Any favorite? <laughs> I don't. I don't really have any favorite work. Okay. Uh, to be fair, let me say the, the when I'm done with the work, I don't. I don't like the work anymore. That's just that's just me. <laughs> So the, the, the new one, I say, any new one I produce, because any new one I produce, <laughs> that's how it is. Mm-hmm. It's just like that to me. So but there, there's this one that a lot of people like. There's this um, brown girl with flower on her hair. Yeah. Know, yeah, looking, looking to the middle distance, that particular one. Mm-hmm. It seems to be everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. People, people like that work a lot, and they wish they had more of it. 
Okay, there's never a time whereby you have to maybe create more than one at time that I will have to redo a particular concept, but not using the same, let me say, not using the same material because at least just try to change it up a little bit. But using that particular concept, yes. Like if you like that concept, you want that same concept, I'll make that concept. Okay, but okay. But you you, you also see a little bit different mm -hmm. so very, very little, but not as much. Yeah. Okay, so tell us, how do you draw inspiration from your environment and how did the idea of using Ankara pieces come about? Because this is something that I would normally ne not even think about. So how, how do you draw inspiration from your environment? Okay, so these Ankara fabrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, the, the, when I started, actually, I was thinking maybe I should use... Um, this plastic, this um, polyester, this um, pack from this kit, all those kinds of stuff. That was what I was thinking first. Yeah. That was the aspect I got into. Because they also come with all this and they are waste. They are just uh, don't decay that, that far. Because mm -hmm. they are made out of leather and all that. So I was also thinking about some other varieties before that fabric just came and I was like, okay, fine. Let's use fabric to doing your full body painting and all that. I also had a mentor as well. Okay. Yeah, I had a mentor and he, I was, I was practicing, I was using fabric before, but not like this. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I got to learn from him so during, during my IT period and all that. Mm -hmm. So I had to know that this is the process of using pieces of clothes in making full body postures. Somebody in my back. Yeah. I also came from other smaller businesses and there are also people that are very keen for me specifically and you know, it's, it's been it's been good. It's been good. <laughs> How do you gather all these Ankara pieces that it's become so much that you can use it to work on one, two, three at based on the quantity I always need for my work. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't need a little. Um, I need more on the variety of colors. I will do it for sometimes one work or two work. I don't need to the limits of let me say all these market areas. Yeah. That have their full line. You know those that have very big, uh, big uh, area for tailors. Mm -hmm. And all that. So I have you know, been keeping those. And uh, fabrics for me and all that. Okay. I usually keep them. They have some other pieces that just kept it for me. I was like, when you call, I'll take and all. So that's just it. Yeah. Does it, does it sound weird to them, man? Sometimes they get to ask you, what, what do you need them for? <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it does sound weird to them. Like the first time I first uh, started, yeah. there, were so many, there were so many pieces in my mouth that. So, like, most of them, they were not really open to giving me their clothes without me showing them what I'm using it for. Mm. And sometimes when I show some, they don't even find a little bit of skin. Yeah. Because, so it's, it's very, so very, very, very difficult. Very difficult until I got to this um, level and all that. Mm. Where I had to make some people that understand the little bit of what I'm doing. Yeah. Very much.
Okay, let's talk about the color combination. How do you combine these colors together to get a beautiful and unique artwork at the end of the day? Okay, so the color, when it comes to color combination, it basically starts from me as an artist uh, excluding the, the fabric collage work. Mm. So, uh, when coming to um, color combination, mm. like I, I was initially a printer, like um, using oil, acrylic, and other uh, other um, traditional mediums while in school. They'll, be, they'll give us uh, uh, some work, say, paint this, paint that, paint this person, paint that person. Mm -hmm. So from there, from there, you, you first want to learn about color gradation. That yeah. was something any artist is supposed to know about color gradation. You already know how to draw your drawing technique and everything. Mm. So putting all this together, instead of painting, using your, your normal acrylic or oil paint, let me say, let me just paint a normal portrait, you know those normal ones? Yeah. That person is just brown, just looking colorful, just mm -hmm. color. He just okay. Let me let me go for something else. Mm -hmm. And the fact produce blue people, or you see that the girl has blue body, or somehow brown and all that. Mm -hmm. So I just visually envision it, envision it in my head. Where's the light coming? Which color represent my represent my my light? Mm -hmm. And which one will represent the the dark of the dark space? Of this painting, so that's just how. I think that. So people are for me, I follow. Okay. Yeah, I did. So that that's just how I look Okay, so tell us what other jobs have you done other than being an artist? I taught art. Okay. During yeah, in school, in primary school, I also yeah did teaching in other schools and mm. all that. So that was what I was doing. I want to ask, currently you are a part-time artist or a full-time artist? I'll say it's full-time. Mm -hmm. It's almost everything I do. Okay, I want to ask this particular question. Currently, your artwork has gone viral on social media in Nigeria and across Africa. So, at what point did that start? Um, okay. Let me say, there was, there was one I had um, a lot of work, like where we're in school, it was our graduation and we did our this in defense. Mm. So I did a lot of artworks and uh, I just had artworks and all that everywhere. But I wasn't, I, had, I was on social media, but I wasn't really operating on it and all that. I wasn't really there. I just had work. I was just working, 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 working. So I just came across, I, I, I came across one, one um, I think he, he does all this online promotion and all that for businesses. Mm. And was like, you should try to post this online mm. and see what people might, might, might say about it. So he encouraged me. I was like, just try and post one or two books. Online. It was, yeah, it was, it was an, an exhibition. I met the person. Mm. Just try and post one or two books. I said, okay, no problem. I, I'm not really using my social media for, for anything. Yeah. Anything at all. So I did. I posted one or two work. Ah. So from there, people were like showing interest in, in purchasing the work. I was mm. like, ah, this is actually a good business platform and all that. So that was how I started. And it started growing and up to this level. It's still growing. Yeah, yeah. All right. So share with us your artistic view of life. View of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny that no matter what I say right now, that I'm this kind of person. I don't, I don't really like 
I know, I know. <laughs> we never come for it. That's the truth. Mm. I don't even have that in life. That's just me. Okay. <laughs> Alright, no problem. That is also an artistic view. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Knowing that change is constant. Yes. Knowing that we're not yes, being yes, able to predict yes, things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell us three artists you like to be compared to, whether international or local. I don't really like comparing, but if there's anything like say, okay, people that are doing fabric work like me, mm -hmm. that is what I would say. Okay. There's Marcelina, one lady in Lagos. She does all fabric work too. All right. Then there's George um, Etosie. He uses fabric. Somebody I like looking at his work. His work are mostly abstract. It's a big time in pictures, but not not our mid kind of person. Okay. They are they are community. Mm -hmm. So those are the those are the people I really look at their work very very closely mm -hmm. and like okay. These are fabric users as well. Mm. And you look up to them? Yes, you can say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, just a few questions more. I want to ask, do you think art should be founded in Nigeria and why? Do I? Do you think art should be founded in Nigeria? If yes, why? I think it should, yes, it should be, it should be founded. Mm -hmm. It's founded, right? Yeah. Yes, it should be focused in Nigeria because, um, let me say, the international recognition mm. of that is, 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 getting, is getting way bigger and bigger by the day. And Nigerians, we are not involved in this, in this, uh, like saying, in this privilege. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if there are more galleries, um, or let me say, not say more, they are, they are pushing artists' work internationally. It should it should be something that it should be encouraged in Nigeria, especially mm. even in schools as well. It should not be only be placed in, in the position where they have to choose only science or science based because many things, not even necessarily drawing or whatever or fine or music or that. There are other good things that people can do. It. So Nigeria is just we need to open our eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, just before I let you go, I want to ask you two more questions. One more question before our signature question. If you wear my shoes, you wear the interviewer and I am your guest, what question would you ask me that I haven't asked you so far? <laughs> I have one question in my mind, but I don't really want to say it. Okay, you can share with us. Are you single? <laughs> oh, okay. I okay. You would have asked me that if I was your guest. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing to laugh about. There's no need. There's no need to answer that question. Let's just leave it on answered. Okay. 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 Fine. Fine. Oh, no problem. All right. You should have asked. Okay, okay. 
Okay, our signature question for the podcast and for the audience. Uh, what does freedom mean to you as a woman? Uh, freedom freedom is, is, is almost like everything I, 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 I crave or I fight for in this life. Yeah. Because I grew, up, I grew up in an abusive home where my, my dad was, was very abusive to my mom. Mm. And I, I, I had to witness the female brutality a lot mm. around me. So that, that is something I value so much. The desire for me to just do my own things my own way and just move on. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has something that they want somebody to be doing. Okay, yeah, that's but true. We can't please everybody. Mm. We can't move. We can't do everything good. We are not hundred percent good. Mm. So that's just it. the right for me to be my own person. Mm-hmm. Have my own voice. Have my own opinion. Add mm. the way I like it. It's refreshing. Yeah, I know. All right. That's all the questions we have for you today. All right. Thank you so much for your time. You're doing such an amazing job. Like, you're putting Nigeria at the, not just Nigeria, but the continent of Africa as a whole. Because when you hear the word Ankara, the first thing that comes to mind is Africa. And that is such a great way of projecting Africa to the world. You are doing yeah. such an amazing job. And thank you so much for joining me on the show to share your story and your journey so far with us. And uh, I hope you continue to do so amazing. Your work continues to spread abroad, get more recognition and all that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a nice day. All right, my people, you've heard it all from our guest for today. I do hope you enjoyed listening to her story and her journey so far in the world of art. The conversation doesn't end here. You can join the conversation online by using the hashtag SheTableTalk on Twitter or Instagram. And on Twitter, we are at SheTableTalk. On Instagram, we are at she. Table Talk Podcast. Don't forget to rate us or leave us a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts right now or subscribe from wherever podcast platform you're listening from right now. Join us next week Tuesday as we go live with Salome all the way from Kenya to discuss feminism, gender equality and everything we need to know. Thank you so much and it's time to say goodbye.